Hello, everyone, and welcome to Midnight Ghost Stories. I'm your host, Latasha Molidor, and I will be sharing with you my personal ghost stories and stories I've heard from my family members, friends, and other sources. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back, y'all. Thank you for your patience with this new episode. I was really busy with work, working overtime, and was just so tired and wasn't getting enough rest. So unfortunately, I didn't have time to work on the podcast. But we're back, and tonight on episode 17, I'll be telling you about the story of Vincent and Deanna Roca. One night I was looking for ebooks to download, and a recommendation popped up called Eight After, A Scary Ghost Story by Vince Roca. I decided to download the book and read a chapter or two just to see how it was, and I actually ended up reading the whole book in a little over an hour. It's not very long, but the book was so good that I couldn't put it down. About a year later, I watched the full movie for free on YouTube. I don't think it's free anymore, but let's just say the book is way better. When I watched the movie with the same title, it was really just all of their vlogs made into an hour and a half film. It does follow the book page by page, but the movie felt more staged and gave off a paranormal activity vibe, so I definitely liked the book a lot more than the movie. So this episode will have spoilers, so if you're interested in reading the book, I ordered the digital version on Amazon. So read it and come back to this episode if you want. Now let's get into the story of Eight After, a scary ghost story. Vincent and Deanna Roca live in California and met in eighth grade and started dating when they were 16 years old. Vince is a reality television editor and Deanna is a registered vet tech at the zoo. At the time of their story, they had been together for 30 years and they have two dogs. In 2009, they bought a three bedroom, three bathroom house that was originally built in 1965. The house is 2,700 square feet and has about half an acre of land with a pool and a six-car parking area with a 16-foot-tall gate. So to understand why he is always filming, which you'll learn more about, Vince and Deanna would go on vacation and upload their vlogs to their YouTube channel, so he always had cameras on. In October of 2018, they decided to do some home renovations. As they're pulling out drywall, Deanna sees something inside the wall. She pulls out a wooden box with a cross on it, and inside is a silver necklace with an angled cross hanging from the chain. To me, this box looked almost like something from Hellraiser. Deanna referenced it as a puzzle box. She tells Vince that it's a ported cross, which is usually a wooden cross that the accused drags over their shoulder on their way to a crucifixion site. So the cross is dragged at an angle, just like how the cross on the necklace hangs. What's strange to Vince is he has no idea how his wife knows anything about that or how she even knew how to open the box. A year later, Vince finds the box again in the closet where they put it a year earlier. He took it to a pawn shop who told him it was an impossible dovetail puzzle box. Deanna decides to wear the necklace, which again is weird to Vince because at the time they were both atheists, so they didn't really believe in God or the devil. It seems like when she starts wearing the necklace is when they start to experience paranormal activity in their home, or even demonic activity.
One of the first experiences Deanna has is when she's home alone. She wakes up from a nap because she's hearing whispering in the kitchen. It's dark and she uses her phone as a flashlight to walk through the house to find where the whispering is coming from. And across the kitchen, she sees what looks like a shadow of a person standing in the doorway. She gets scared and turns on all the lights and checks the security alarm. The alarm is set and she finds no one inside the house, just her and the dogs. Deanna decides to start recording on her phone for their vlog, and while she's in the kitchen making food, the cabinet door behind her opens and a glass falls out and breaks. At first, they tried to debunk this, thinking it was just stacked wrong, but when looking at the video, they can tell the cabinet was closed all the way and it opened on its own, and the glass actually flew out of the cabinet. She sweeps up the glass and takes it to the trash outside, but it seems like she's hearing something, so she turns to run back inside and falls, hurting her toe. She fixes her toe up and goes to sit on the couch. She's talking to the camera about how she got scared of whatever was happening after she woke up from her nap, and she decides to watch TV until Vince got home. But then she jumps up and screams. She said there was a woman sitting next to her, but there was nobody there. When Vince gets home, she tells him what happened, and he doesn't believe her. Of course, all he has to do is look at the video footage, right? But he just makes a joke of it and uses a woman he met at an event for editors and edits the video of her to look ghostly and adds it to the video next to Deanna on the couch, which makes her even more upset. A few weeks later, they have friends over for a pool party. He shows their friends the creepy video he made of the fake ghost on the couch and one of his friends suggests that they have a seance. Here we go, y'all. I talk about this all the time. Leave it alone if you don't know what you're getting into. One of the friends is against the seance, but instead the neighbor shows up and tells them all a scary story about the house they live in. He tells them that the previous owners had a fight and the husband had shot his wife and then killed himself. It was not meant for his wife to die, but she bled out and died anyway. Vince said the story sounded like another incident that happened in the neighborhood, so he didn't believe the story. He continues to tease Deanna over the next few days, and one night, as he has just played a prank on her while she's in bed, they hear a knock at the front door. She thinks it's part of his prank, but it isn't. Vince goes to check it out, and when he gets to the front door, it's wide open. He's calling out to see if anyone is there, and a ball bounces into the front door towards him. One of his dogs comes in and takes the ball to play with, which he figured if it was paranormal, wouldn't his dogs react differently? So again, he tries to debunk it, thinking the dog went out their French doors he had open when scaring Deanna. Went outside to get the ball, and since the doors on the house are old, it could have been easy for the dog to get back inside. Now, the cameras inside the house have been installed for a few days, but Deanna doesn't know yet. She has been filming things on her phone up until this point. Vince wanted to see what kind of activity happens, then edit the video to show Deanna. This was his goal anyway. But when she gets home from work, he shows her the camera and she isn't happy about it. That night, Deanna is asleep in bed. Something pulls on her leg. She thinks it's Vince and mumbles in her sleep for him to stop doing that. Right after that, her leg is pulled even harder, waking her up. She starts looking around in the dark, looking at his side of the bed and at the foot of the bed where she was pulled and sees nothing. The bedroom door moves on its own. Vince hears Deanna scream. It's a little after 1 a.m. When he gets to the room to see what's wrong, she tells him there's a shadow standing behind him, but he doesn't see it. He feels a cool breeze and the door slams shut. Again, he debunks it as the wind from the window. 
That is until he looks at the footage and sees for himself what really happened. they start to question their own religious beliefs, and Deanna even starts reading the Bible, which is unusual for them. So while he's editing more videos, he notices some of the doors open in some angles and closed in other angles, which seems odd. And while Deanna is sleeping, the sheets around her feet flutter. Then she starts doing strange things in the middle of the night. At one point, she looks over at him while he's asleep, and then she kneels on her side of the bed and starts praying for a while and then gets back into bed. He shows her the footage and she actually gets worried wondering if she's ever done anything like that before. Then at night after he dozes off to sleep, he hears the bedroom door slam shut. When he wakes up, he sees the door closed even though it was open when they went to sleep. He starts hearing noises and goes to investigate but finds nothing, still unsure what caused the door to slam shut. Deanna had taken sleeping pills before bed so it didn't wake her up. Over the next few days, he looks through footage and is shocked that he is seeing shadows and the sheets moving around Deanna during the night. Then, she has a sleepwalking episode, which has never happened before. He follows her to see where she's going. She disarms the alarm, tries to open the sliding door. He closes it and sets the alarm back. He is able to guide her back to bed and she wakes up screaming in confusion just as the alarm goes off. He notices the alarm says it's the sliding door, again, which is wide open. Later, when he watches the footage, he watches the door slide open by itself. This time, the dogs do seem scared, not wanting to leave their room. And he closes the door back and then resets the alarm. She sleepwalks the next night, only she has walked down off the back deck and down the hill on their land and is digging holes with a shovel. When Vince finds her, he's able to get her back to bed, but the next morning she doesn't remember any of it. Once they sit and go through some of the security footage, they notice that even though everything happened on different days, they all happened at exactly 1.08 a.m. This is where the title eight after comes from. So they kind of want to try to cast out the demons or whatever they think is in their home at exactly 1.08 that morning and it almost looks like some kind of an exorcism or some kind of a seance. They're trying to cast out spirits so that they can try to get rid of them. And then something happens to Deanna. She screams, get out of my house, and then she passes out. Probably wasn't the best idea to chastise spirits. Vince decides to meet with someone who previously owned the house, and they tell him that in fact, a man did kill his wife and hung himself from the back deck. Throughout all of this, a young woman keeps coming onto their property. She says she's a fan and she's also working to be an editor. She actually met Vince early on at that editing event that he attended, and it's the same woman that he used to edit a ghostly figure into the video to tease Deanna. It's that same girl. And it's strange to them that she keeps coming around and Vince actually has to tell her it's not okay because she keeps coming around unannounced, uninvited, and Deanna gets uncomfortable to the point that she buys a gun because she doesn't feel safe anymore. And Vince gets upset because he didn't want her to buy the gun, but she got it anyway. So it turns out the Bible that Deanna has been reading and the necklace she found in the box in the wall belongs to this woman. She ended up leaving it all behind after they asked her to leave. 
At this point in the story, it seems that Deanna is actually being possessed. She's not going to work and there was an incident in their bedroom where the ceiling fan almost fell on them. So they thought it might've been something paranormal. So they stopped sleeping in there and they started sleeping in Vince's office rather than the bedroom. And Vince stays in the office to keep an eye on her because she's still sleepwalking. So one night on his way to another event, he's looking for Deanna only to find her standing towards him pointing the gun at his head. He's able to get the gun from her, but it fires in the process, but thankfully no one got hurt. And then she starts saying weird stuff that doesn't make any sense. She says something like, he won't let her and she needs her. And he's so confused by all this and he's upset because he doesn't know what's happening to her. Deanna ends up falling unconscious and Vince has to call for an ambulance. He stays with her for a few days with no answers besides she had a reaction to her sleeping pills. Deanna's parents are with her at the hospital while Vince is at home trying to rest. He calls his friend who suggests he calls a friend of his who is a medium. He finally reaches out and when she got to the house, she tells him something bad happened in the home and that the house isn't haunted, it's Deanna and that she's not safe. In order to help her, he has to dig. So he and a friend finish digging where Deanna had and they end up finding an urn. They call the police who come to retrieve it and when Vince goes back inside, he sees a business card sticking out of the Bible. So he decides to call that woman, oddly enough, the one that's been stalking him, to come over and he just tells her that he wants her to help him with the dogs. But when she gets there, he wants to ask her about the Bible and she starts to get a little upset and frantic about it. So when she leaves, he just calls the number on the business card. Turns out that the person on the business card is related to this woman who owns the Bible. And the family that died in the home was related to them both. And the information was confirmed by the person on the business card. That explains why she kept coming to the house so much. According to Vince, he thinks she was their daughter who happened to be at her aunt's house the night of the murder-suicide. Once the urn was found, Deanna woke up and everything seemed to go back to normal and they didn't see the woman again or have any other paranormal experiences in their home. very appealing to me. The book has screenshots and pictures captured from their security cameras, so that just makes it extra creepy. Reading the book, I feel that the story is actually true, but then watching the movie, I kind of had my doubts. But at the same time, looking at the footage on YouTube, it did seem very real because you can actually see most of what's happening in their home. So whether you believe their story or not is up to you, but just going by the book, I feel that they did experience everything they said they did. What I get from this is that they found out something terrible happened in their home, and since they opened some kind of portal with a necklace, they were supposed to find the urn in the backyard to close this portal. I don't know. It, it really kind of doesn't make sense now that I'm talking about it. It just kind of seemed like a whole bunch of stuff happened, but it doesn't really tie together. But that's the only way I can tie the whole story together to make the ending make sense and not be left open. So if you choose to read the book, I hope you enjoy reading it as much as I did. Like I said, I recommend the book, but not the movie. If you want to do both, that's up to you. 
when I watched the movie, I kind of felt like I was just watching a bunch of videos put together and they just seemed a little bit fake to me. I hate to say that because the book really caught my attention. So, but that's up to you if you want to do both of those, but I really like the book. So enjoy and thank you for listening. That's it for this episode of Midnight Ghost Stories. If you have a story to share, please send an email to midnightghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com. It will be read on the show or send in a voice recording to be played on an episode. Also be sure to follow us on Facebook at Midnight Ghost Stories and Instagram at Midnight Ghost Stories Podcast and subscribe and download on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Anchor. Tune in next time for another episode of True Creepy Ghost Stories.